0: welcome back to the triangle anime model review podcast this here is logan i'm right. joined today by azzy how's it going Ozzy?
1: all right cartman that's like a soft cartman soft cartman hey yeah. man this <laughs> probably doesn't sound as good but
0: yes hello i'm ozzy man, i'm just trying to talk through my nose without using my mouth so
1: he's got covid that's what he does not no i joking. did not
0: if we were, we wouldn't be in the same
1: room. So no, we've yeah. actually done separate. Actually, our last episode was a separated podcast. I don't know if you can tell between when we're together and when we're not, but uh, yeah, I think uh, my wife did have COVID a couple of weeks ago, and we uh, kind of played it safe last week, and now it's we're all in the clear now, so we're back together in a room. Uh, it probably smells, but at least we're healthy.
0: Oh yeah, no, but that it's just because we don't have, I just don't have my shoes on. I don't know. I should have put the. Should have kept those on. Yeah,
1: you probably should have done me a favor there.
0: Oh, well, well, hindsight's twenty twenty. You're just gonna have to live with it now. Uh, but yeah, no. How's uh how's everything been with you, Ozzy? I hear uh, I hear we've got some
1: good news on the sports ball front. Is that right? On the sports ball, the, the ball of sports. Yes. Uh, let's see. Things are good for me. Um, uh, I guess when it comes to sports, we were talking about earlier. We were talking about football because I'm an avid uh, Carolina Panthers fan. Uh, that kind of gives away that I live in North Carolina because God knows I wouldn't live in South Carolina. I feel like you'd have to be forced to live in South Carolina. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me
0: to say? <laughs> South Carolina sucks. All right. anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and uh, on the uh, ball side of things, the Carolina Panthers got a new quarterback the other day. We got a good old number one draft pick. Usually you'd be pretty high for that, but it is Baker Mayfield. So I can understand people's reservations, but, um, yeah, so that was something we we talked about earlier, and I know a couple of my friends were pretty hyped because we're excited just to have some a, an improvement in that category. You're just glad to
0: have something to talk about other than, like, oh, man, Cam Newton would be better at this position. Would he still be better at this position? I God, don't boy. think so
1: anymore. I think he's kind of, like, he's, he's kind of phased out, out, phased out, unfortunately, even though he was one of my favorite players back in the day. Um but I'm I'm ready to move on. Give Baker Mayfield a chance. Uh, for those of you that aren't into football, I'm sorry, but um, you know it's just my favorite sport to watch. I'm hopefully looking forward to going out to a game at some point.
0: As for me, um, I mean, right now I've just uh, been trying to enjoy whenever my off time is by playing uh, Super Smash Bros on the Switch. Because honestly, I haven't played it since I got it, and now that I've started playing it, I'm really finding joy in unlocking all the characters. Cause I just like holy shit. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of
1: characters yeah. in this new game.
0: I got I got Ridley. No, I didn't get Ridley because Ridley killed me at the last second like some bullshit. And I just got my ass handed to me by King DDD. But uh, nice. I'm getting all the Pokemon characters, so nice. that's good. Except Jigglypuff. Oh, that's that bitch just, is that bitch is a cheater. That was my OG character back in the day just right off
1: the bat just sleeps me off the stage as fucking hell yeah
0: fucked up man that's a good
1: game i remember playing that when it came out um i guess i got it with my switch as well oh no because oh yeah no, there was a switch one yeah yeah i got it for the 64 uh for the game boy what is it called uh 3d nintendo 3d yeah uh
0: whatever the 3ds 3ds that's 3DS, it I forgot that. yeah so i mean i get that i think uh I'm enjoying it, but uh, I gotta. I guess I'm trying to make use of all my games. I think uh, what's it called? The uh, the Steam sales came online, and they have reminded me of all the games I have that I never played. Ah,
1: uh, the classic! Oh, I could buy another game. And then all the games that you bought that are sitting in your inbox yeah. are just staring you they're down like, there, when is it my turn? They're just sitting there crying. As I play my third playthrough yeah, of like, Elden Ring, you know, it's like, are you ever going to play these other games? No, shut the fuck up. I have tried to do that. I did recently play um, a game I bought a while ago. I bought the Mario like Superstars game that has like Mario Galaxy, Mario 64, and Mario Sunshine on it. And I played the 64 one, uh, but I stopped after that. And then uh, recently I went on a trip. And I had a lot of downtime, so I started playing Mario Galaxy. That shit's fucking fantastic. Mario Galaxy is a fantastic game. It
0: really is, yeah. I, it holds up over time. I it suppose. does. It
1: honestly feels like a predecessor, which it is a predecessor to uh, to Mario Odyssey, but it, it just feels like almost exactly the same. It honestly feels like that game came out like two years before Odyssey. Yeah. And, uh, and there's like a ten-year gap.
0: It's It's kind of surprising how well... Uh, they planned that whole game out. so it's very fun first time. anyway, I mean, speaking of old games, you know what it's it's a sad time, but it's a happy time because it's time to move on from one season to the next. and as we wave goodbye to the Joe's yeah the Joes JoJo's, Joe's the shows that brought us so much joy, it's time it's time to kind of give a little highlight to. Uh, what we watch before we get into our hype up for next for this upcoming season, which is
1: technically already started.
0: so correct. I mean, we have...
1: are in the beginning. Uh, some of these series have the first two episodes out. Uh, technically, the first week was I think maybe last week uh, as of this recording. but yeah actually some of these series that we're going to summarize and talk about today actually finished this week too. Comey technically finished uh, this Wednesday.
0: I don't know how Comey works because Netflix is full of shit, and I can't keep track of how they yeah. decide to do
1: whatever they decide to do. We like. have a small rant ready for for all those special places later on. I'm gonna all suck a dick. Um, but yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up uh, a quick wrap up of uh, the season. I guess that was the spring season, right? So, yeah, and yeah. then uh, talk about our upcoming exciting. Uh, I guess so weird
0: to say spring season. We're halfway through the fucking year. Yeah, it's like halfway
1: through summer here. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, summer season started, and we're going to talk about the ones we're excited for. And um, yeah, just kind of transition into that. So I know we kind of ta- had an episode two, week- two episodes ago where we kind of talked about majority of the ones that we enjoyed from this season and how they were almost wrapped up. I think we were like an episode off. So we're going to give a quick summation of what happened in those last episodes or two and just kind of talk about how either we were satisfied with the ending or we weren't. And then a couple of them, a couple of them that we didn't get to talk about before and we kind of want to cover now. So, um, all right.
0: So with all that said, uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, I guess I'm not really sure where you want to start. Cause we've got a few on the list that I think just kind of speak for themselves. Do we want to go ahead and knock out spy family? Like, yeah, I mean, I, it was it was really fucking good. Okay, it, it was really good. Um, I think
1: we we were talking about how good it was in uh, two episodes ago, and how we were excited to see how it would kind of wrap up because I think at the time, and I think this is one of the negatives I had said is just it wasn't it didn't have a lot of driving force. It was really just kind of teetering between like oh, slice of life, which you know it is kind of that, and then every now and then there would be some action. So um, we weren't really – it was more like the introductory arc, which I get. I understand that it's kind of like that. Uh, and I, I think that was the biggest complaint that a lot of people who weren't on the hype train had. A lot of them were like, this is really boring. I'm like, if you're not into that, then I can understand how it's boring because there were some episodes that were more really just slice of life. And mm-hmm. actually, the season finale was a real just a general slice of life episode. I can't say I love that as a season finale episode – but I it, did enjoy it as a general episode. It was kind of a strange
0: choice, especially since they set up basically another new character. I guess I won't spoil just for the people reading it, for the people who hadn't seen it yet. But yeah, they basically set up a new character to show up the episode before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, anyway, so they set up a new character to show up the episode before, and then they just like like ignore that and go into a slice of life episode that has nothing to do with anything, anything really. at all. Like, yeah, it,
1: it, it was a great episode. I will give you that because I thought it was funny. I thought it was cute. I thought it was really heartwarming, like warming, warming. Um, mm-hmm. they, they essentially w- went on an outing to the zoo. Uh, technically it was a penguin exhibit. Um, and I thought it was funny and cute, just like it's been the whole season. It's, it's, it's been constantly and consistently a great anime um, it was just a weird way to end the season, but it is a unique situation where they have a core already ready. Like it's, it's not set up where like, Oh, we'll see season two later. No season two is ready. You just got to wait a uh, one season. Yeah. Like, I am glad they're not making us wait a whole year. No, they're it's not. So like, I guess I can understand them breaking it up there and just being like, and the hype, I guess the, like, um, the preview trailer for core two seems like it's a lot more action and maybe story driven. So, I'm okay with them kind of setting up a lot of things, kind of, you know, introductions. And then hopefully this next core is going to be kind of more of a driving the story. And we kind of remember, hey, he does have a mission that he needs to kind of push forward. Yeah,
0: get finished. But yeah, so I guess we knocked that one out. Let's go on to the stuff we actually want to talk about. So to start off, uh, Kong Ming, man, oh man, did... uh, High Dive knocked it out of the park with this one. It's kind of a shame it was on High Dive because I don't think as many people are probably talking about it as should be, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't like having High Dive. I I do have it now. I did say earlier that I wouldn't get it, but I guess unfortunately fortunately for them, they did pick up some more stuff that we'll talk about later that that adds to their appeal. So they're doing it great, and like you said, with Kong Ming, they did kind of hit it out of the park by grabbing that because... It was definitely the big talk of the season. I feel like Spy Family took over a lot of it, but I think Kong Ming was the biggest surprise for a lot of people of how good it was, how entertaining it was. And um... I mean, I would say if we gave awards,
0: I think Kong Ming would probably get the Odd Taxi Award because it was the one that like didn't stand out, but it's probably the one we fell in the love with the most and probably the most unique story out of all of the ones that we watched this season. I mean, I don't know if you share that opinion, but that's my take
1: on it. Yeah, I'd probably say that's that's definitely yeah, I'm okay giving it something like, a word like that. I definitely think Spy Family was my favorite just because of the of the general story and consistency, but Kong Ming was definitely a close second and unique in its own sense, right? It wasn't it's not your normal shonen, it's not your normal uh, quote unquote isekai. if you want to call it an isekai. Man, you're, um, man you're biting your own tongue there. Yeah, I know, right. Um but no, it was it was actually very good. Uh, the animation was really great, really crisp. Uh, and the story itself held up pretty well. Uh, I did enjoy how Kong Ming always had some kind of... I mean, he was supposed to be this gen- genius tactician. So, of course, he had this, like, strategy always in play. He was, like, a mastermind. And it always, like, applied to, comp- to like, modern times. Like, yeah, this guy's from, like, m- decades and decades in the past. But it still applies, and he was able to help... Uh, Iko Iko I think her name is yeah uh, to I guess better herself as a musician as an artist and yeah I was just surprised how every episode was kind of like a like a little like mission where they had something come up and Kong Ming had to like use help some out. kind of strategy to help out yeah. right and, and it was it was unique I liked how he broke it down and I like how they had the story from the past too they didn't just say oh this is this strategy no he said This strategy worked like this when I had to battle this one clan millennia ago.
0: Well, and I do like it as kind of a low-key introduction to, uh, like, was it Romance of the Three Kingdoms, which is a story that's really one of the oldest stories in history, really famous. And I think a lot of people wouldn't really think about it like this, but it's kind of an interesting take on a really old story. And I like what they did. The animation was solid. Uh, The music was surprisingly good because I'm almost always disappointed in some way with like these pop kind of songs but I was pretty happy with how that turned out
1: yeah that was the one thing I can say um it took me a while to kind of be okay not okay but like to get used to it because they sang um mainly in English uh they sang so the singers sang in English uh there there was uh, I guess spoilers there was a rapper who was as part of the gang or group and he rapped in, like, 99% Japanese. Um, but, like, hearing them sing in English kind of, like, threw me off for a little bit. But then I got used to it. But the music itself was very nice. Um, I did, like, even if it was, like, like like electronic, like, pop music, um, it was still fun. Um, I will say that I think one of the negatives was they kind of, like, focused on one song over and over again near the end. Like, by the time Aiko was like trying to better herself for like the finale, I guess the climax, she was like singing the same song every day. Like every day. It did and kind of like, seem like that in the beginning. It just got, it just got yeah. kind of old to me to just pick one song when like this, this girl obviously can sing well. She's singing her own songs. Like I thought they would change it up a little bit more, maybe focus on other songs. Um, but you know, ultimately, like the main song that she wrote was different than that. So I was okay with it by the end of it. It's just... There was like a two-episode, like, mini-arc where, like, she sang the same song, like, in every situation. Like, she'd be on the street. She'd go to the... She'd go take a shower. She would sing it there. She would go, like hang out with a girl, and they would start singing the song. Like They sang it like four or five times. I honestly I kind of had the same vibe early in
0: the show where I was listening to her sing, and I was like, oh, this is the same song. And I think by the third episode, I was finally
1: like, all right, fine, I give in. It's a good song, whatever. No, I mean, it's a good song. So yeah. that's why I was like, oh, it's fine. But yeah. it's just like, I was like, you couldn't pick a different song the fourth time. But other than that, I did enjoy a lot of it. Uh, Kong, it was really funny. Uh, Kong Ming was hilarious. Uh, like I said, the music aspect was was good. Uh, the story itself it was good. It seemed like... It wasn't, like, over the top. Like, like there wasn't, like, an overarching, like, bad guy. It was just kind of like a confrontation. And, like, it seemed very believable.
0: Yeah. It, well, it, it was right. climbing the ladder of success, essentially. True. Yeah, essentially,
1: yeah, essentially that's exactly what it was.
0: Um, and, I mean, have, there are people out to stop you and people out there for their own gains. But at the end of the day, it's not like there's some big bad guy in the back. Yeah, and it wasn't
1: like they were doing it for evil intent. Like, yeah. the... The opposing force, if you can put it, was really just trying to reach the same uh, the same goal. They were just doing it in a more, I guess, aggressive uh, or aggressive. underhanded yeah. maybe. It I wasn't don't... even underhanded. It wasn't underhanded. It wasn't immoral. It was just like aggressive and maybe not as popular a way. Yeah. So, yeah, I will say it, I did enjoy it. I can understand why people were just like hyping it up. Uh, it was funny. It was entertaining. Uh, the op was an absolute banger, best op of the season, easily. Like that, that uh, cheeky cheeky bomb bomb song. Uh, oh
0: yeah, I, yeah it, I also love that intro where they just do him in different costumes. Yes, That's the, so the good. different
1: costumes and like the whole crew's just like dancing. It, it's, it's oh so, yeah, no. I could listen to that, that
0: up there with that and uh, gosh, what was it? It's the Peacemaker opening. It's fucking great. Anyway,
1: uh, no, but yeah. So overall, I did enjoy it. I can understand why people hyped it up. Um, this is definitely one that you gotta check out
0: this season if you haven't looked at it if you've been watching Spy Family check this one out it's definitely worth it yeah for Uh, sure next up on the list uh, since we're sticking with High Dive right now yep let's talk about the reverse isekai that is (laughs) way of the execution no it,
1: it is an isekai it's not reversed in any way it is a and I don't watch a lot of isekai so again you know spare me if I make some an assumption but it is an isekai in a u- unique way where, like, the people that are isekai, they know they're isekai, just like most isekais, but even the surrounding people there, like, the people of this new world also know that they're isekai. Like, they know that they're not from this world. And it's actually, technically, the isekai people, um, if they come over and they have powers, they're technically a detriment to that world. Like, they're, they can become a danger to that world. Well, it's kind of like... So I guess, so really quick to explain the story before I explain
0: why I called it a reverse isekai. Uh, basically, the idea is what Ozzy laid out. like These people get summoned to other worlds, and they have special powers. And obviously, the kingdom that summons them wants to use them to like help benefit you know, themselves. But depending on their power, their power can be so outrageous that it could become literally... Uh, potentially world-ending or incredibly dangerous in some other form or fashion. And that's
1: what we're told. And so far, yeah. we haven't seen that, but apparently it's been... I guess the origins of that world is that there were four calamities, and those four calamities were people that were brought over, and they used their powers too much to an extent where it just kind of got out of hand. Right. Right. And I guess why
0: I called it a reverse Isekai is because this is this is not a story about... Well, I guess kind of, but it's not really a story about the isekai character. It's about the character that's trying to kill all the other isekai characters.
1: Hence, I mean, way of the executioner. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah. Th- and that's that's where it's kind of unique because they like the hero isn't necessarily, like you said, the isekai person. The hero is some other lady, hero quote unquote, who her job is to kill these isekai people because obviously they become a danger to the society or they can be. And so that's pretty much story. She meets a isekai uh, lady, girl, yeah. a girl. Yeah. And she comes over and she tries to kill her. Turns out she can't be killed because she, she has, has power, power of time. time. She has yeah. time concept power. So essentially it's their, their journey on figuring out how to kill this girl because her main mission uh, is to kill this girl. Uh, And and kind of a weird, but it's also one of those
0: where the longer she spends time with this girl, for whatever reason, the power of time prevents her from knowing that this girl is trying to kill her, or at least that's how it starts. But anyway, point being is the more they spend time together, the more it's like, oh, is she going to kill her? I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's one of those kind of stories. Well, it's,
1: it's a story where like there's obviously bonding. I guess it's technically classified as a yuri, right?
0: Yes. Definitely so a lot it's of a bonding. Yuri
1: because it's a lot of bonding and it's a lot of females. Like I didn't even think about it, but all of the characters are females. Like there's like no male involved. I think the first I think the biggest screen time male
0: gets killed in the first and episode. That's kind of funny. Like <laughs> yeah.
1: They kind of throw you for a loop cuz I mean, I don't want to <laughs> spoil it, but like there is a male, he's summoned and he's gone by the second episode, I can promise you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it is interesting. Um, I, I didn't even, and I think they they did a good job. I will praise them for writing their female characters strong and interesting enough where I didn't even think about it. They were just characters to me, and that's how it should be. Um, literally, not until the end, I was like, there's no male character involved in this at all. Like, they were all like sub characters, but not like even the villains, none of them. Even the side characters that supported, all female. Yeah, all female. So, um, I mean, that's just that's just a detail. It's not like that makes it good or but, bad. I'm not saying anything. But no, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised by this one. And I will
0: say that if this was High Dive's second biggest pick, I mean, this one stood out to me a lot more than any of the Funimation series that came out this season. So I think this was a really good selection by High Dive to set up for this upcoming season. Uh, it was a great story. Like you said, it had strong female characters, good action. And I mean again the story was nothing insane to write home about because it is something you've probably seen before like I would compare it to Madoka Magica for those who have seen that series but it is a really good it's a really good story and it's a kind of like a fun well drawn good art i thought yeah. it,
1: i was impressed i think it's it's very like when it comes to the action and maybe the character progression it's very i think middle of the road It's nothing out of the ordinary but i think it's 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 good enough or it's it's just in general good like you said with the art the animation's great i think the world is unique enough to where it kind of stands out to me like that whole concept of these isekai people or technically you know uh, a bad case for this world and the main story is to kill them. I think that was interesting off the get go. And then it does get more interesting because this whole time concept thing, it gets messy because as you start messing with time, it, you, everyone knows it gets messy. So it actually caught, like it makes it even more of a, the plot thickens, I guess with this concept. And I thought they did, they did it well. Like I think the story is going to make it more complicated, which makes it more interesting to me. Um, the one thing I will, like, knock it on is they have this unique, like, magic, like, system um, where, like, some of them use, like, tokens. Yeah. The, the priestess books. use, like, books. Yeah. But they don't really talk too much about it. They don't really explain it. They just call it, like, ether. And then every now and then for plot devices, they're like, oh, I don't have a lot of ether. Or someone's like, oh, she has a lot of ether. But they don't really do any a good job of kind of setting up that because... The magic itself, I think it's done creatively because, like, the main character uses a blade, and she uses her element to kind of like wield her blade and like in a smart way. And then all of a sudden, she can use the blade to like make like uh make like almost like shadow, not shadows, yeah. but like uh mirages. Yeah, it's like the magic just kind of an. She kind of plays with the light. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it seems like an ass pull sometimes. I wish they would go into more like, and they don't have to go into full detail, but just kind of like. Just detail what the hell this magic is because some of the stronger characters in that series all use magic and it's like, so how do they do this? It's the it's the power of bullshit. It's know. the power of friendship. Um, but yeah, I mean,
0: I think it's one of those where it's like, this is definitely a don't think about it too hard kind of show. Yes, which is hard to say because they're playing around with time a lot. So well, that
1: aspect, I think they did a good job. I don't want to go too much into that because I think that spoils a lot of mm-hmm. the story. But the time aspect, I did they've done a good job. It definitely makes the story more interesting because if it was just like, a, oh, she can time, she can just like reverse time and maybe like save herself from dying. If that's all they did, then that's kind of boring. No, there's implications that happen because of her power, and that makes it more interesting. And also, the caveat that anyone who uses all these isekai people, this is one thing, I'll, I will spoil this, but this doesn't, this is like t- talked about in the first episode. If an isekai person uses their special power, um too much, they start losing control. They actually start losing their memories. So that kind of brings in that that plays into the story as well. Gotcha. So um, I do recommend this. This is actually very good. And I, I hope they make a second season because I will say the ending is definitely a to be continued kind of situation. They like the last episode had so many, oh, this'll have like oh shit, that needs to happen like next. Like yeah. it was like like, they left so many cliffhangers. Yeah, um,
0: I haven't really seen it yet, but I am looking forward to it. I do hope it gets a second season, but it's hard to say. I, it's one of those where I can also see this just kind of drifting off. Yeah, but. I,
1: I can not t- can never tell if an anime is, is received well enough to get a second season. Obviously, I know that, like, the big ones will. Like, if, if you're in Shonen Jump, you're more than likely going to get a second season. Obviously, if you're like a slice of life that gets loved on a ton, you'll probably get a second season. Like when like Nagatoro got a second season, I knew she was going to get a second season. Um, I could also see it not getting second season, but I was going to be really surprised if it didn't. So um, I can't tell with this one. Uh, I just know a lot of people did enjoy it. A lot of people who watched it, they really enjoyed it. I think it got this, this first season got them hooked, and they hopefully... The second season will uh, will kind of give us a satisfaction of what's going to happen. All right, yeah. Definitely check it out if you get a chance. But it's, uh, it's a pretty – that would be definitely up there. Yeah, I will definitely say because of those two, High Dive is worth the trial. If you can marathon two full series in mm-hmm. one – in two weeks, I think that's the
0: – Well, don't choice. worry. We're coming back to High Dive
1: in a bit. But for that's now, true. let's move on from the remainder of the last
0: season. So our last big one that we kind of want to highlight is Comey. Not we have other, we have other highlights, but Comey's is the other one that we really want to talk about. I was pretty happy with it. I mean, I don't have a whole lot to say. This kind of starts getting into kind of the second, the uh, larger character span. They still have yet to introduce some of my favorite characters. Really, but I like where this one is starting to go. Well, I haven't seen as much of it yet. Did they introduce the? Uh, the Tan Girl yet? Nope. Nope. I so then yeah, not. they
1: do not they have not introduced my favorite well, character. Well yeah, she 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 definitely brings a different dynamic to the main core, right? Right, right. So I will say, um I mean no, go ahead and continue, sorry.
0: But yeah, no, I mean this one is still it's a slice of, it's still the good slice of life that we're looking for. Good comedy. Nothing too crazy about it. I don't know, Ozzy, you've probably got more to say um,
1: than I do. I mean, I did watch all of it. I did finish it actually it actually ended uh, yesterday, uh, episode 24 came out yesterday and, um, not to harp on Netflix, it's just the Netflix in Japan released it first and then Netflix and I guess internationally everywhere else released it three weeks later. So it's a, it's kind of three weeks buffer. So, um, but no, it, it was, I will say that this season is just kind of a continuation of the first season. I think more so than anything, it didn't really do anything different than the first season. Uh, and that's what I mean. It was just continuing Comey's growth when it came to finding friends uh, because she did gain a lot more friends in this season. Uh, they did add some more unique characters that were all kind of funny in their own way. Uh, they're all somewhat ridiculous. They, they introduced uh, they introduced like the big like uh, what's his name? Um, I'm sorry. I, there were so many I forgot but it's the it's like shy guy. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, really shy um, and he just but he comes off super tough and like almost like um like a like a what's it called a, a delinquent delinquent because he dresses yeah. like a delinquent but he's actually like a shy nice guy. But he like anytime he like talks he kind of stutters so it makes it sound like he's like threatening. They make it makes for like s- funny situations obviously. Um, They also introduce um, a couple of more females that are not necessarily out of the box but just uh, unique. Uh, I think yeah. like, more like ditzy characters. Um, they had. Um, I think the other big one that didn't get as much screenplay but did get his own episode was the main character guy. Like, He he had this trope that he thought he was the main character. He was like a... Yeah, the, really guy, the guy who's like way too into yeah, himself. He's like yes, super, I know who you're was, talking about. He's pretty funny. I will say that. So um, a couple of highlighted characters there they brought in for some good episodes. The highlight of the season, I think, was definitely the growth of Comey and T- Tadano um, because there has obviously been... A, a growth of like their feelings towards each other because in the first season I think it maybe hinted at it, but the second season it's almost every other episode it has a kind of like a progression, um, and a kind of hint at them maybe not maybe but definitely you know having a thing for each other. Yeah. Um, um I will yeah. say like you said, I'm kind of more interested in the season after this
0: one because that's where they start going from kind of your generic slice of life to actually having a forced, I don't want to say forced progression, but a clear progression of where the story is going in terms of, you know, their relationship and Comey trying to make her friends and all this other stuff. So I'm kind of more interested in that part that as the story kind of floats along, I, I kind of, I worry a bit and kind of lose interest, but, I do think it's heading in the right direction. I do
1: think it's still worth checking out. Oh, yeah. It it definitely is still entertaining. If you like the first season, you'll like the second season. Um, It is kind of a slow burn. So, I did... There were a couple days where I watched a couple episodes and I kind of got tired of it because it doesn't progress too quickly. Um, And like I said, every other episode there might have been... If you're even for the romance, it's it's really slow. Like, it's it's just super slow romance-wise.
0: Now, that will turn around, but... Uh, Yeah, yeah, I I know it'll
1: get there, but... You know slice of life wise it's mainly that's what it is it's literally just them interacting with friends them having good interact having like you know fun stuff with their friends whether it's birthday parties whether it's going to like the shrines for like new year's things like that um your normal slice of life stuff but overall i enjoyed it um i i have i guess i am now invested these two seasons have definitely like helped me really want to continue watching this I'm excited for the tan girl. I forgot her name, but. Mabinagi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, 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 it'll it definitely get more story and romance based. I think uh, next season, I think they'll have to start doing that.
0: Yeah. I am looking forward to where it goes. Uh, so really quick, let's burn through the last ones you got list. Do you want to tell us about them? Deam- Is Damon, Damon?
1: Yeah. So Damon, there's a couple of ones that I watched that uh, I'm just going to go over how they ended. Um, so Day of Mon-Honesty was probably my, it was, it's probably my most middle of the gra- middle of the road anime that was like, like just low key, a, a good one to me. It was a slice of life. Um, if, if you don't recall, it's about um, this guy who kind of left his family to go chase after his own dreams. He had to return to his family um, and his family's in the business of uh, making um, confectionery uh, like sweets. So he came back. Turns out that his family is going to pass down the confectionery uh, like business to this young girl who was abandoned by her family, and it's the story of him just kind of reconciling with his parents, uh, and mainly just kind of interacting with this girl who is way younger. This guy's maybe like twenty-something, and this girl is like twelve. So um, obviously a weird dynamic there because they're nowhere near the same age. But essentially, um, it's a slice of life. Like nothing major happened. They talk about their issues obviously and they just kind of deal with an everyday kind of situations. And I will say it kind of ended lacklusterly because it was just another episode and it was a nice episode. It was heartwarming but I think it left it in an open-ended ending so I don't I don't think there's a second season coming and I think it's just like hey go read the manga if you want to know more situation. And it kind of bums me out because I was hoping to see some more but Overall, it's good. It's nothing crazy. I would maybe suggest it if you really want to pick up something Slice of Life, but it's real slow-paced. Like, nothing really happens. Romance doesn't happen. It's your bland, generic Slice of Life, but it's still good. I I enjoy it. Yeah. I think, um,
0: really quick, I'll just go ahead and, I know we got one more, but I'm going to nail down. Shigemore is just a cutie, a cutie, a (laughs) cutie, cutie. Uh, she, that kind of petered out, uh, a lot of my romance ones, uh, I don't even remember the story, but the superhero villainous romance got, got boring. (laughs) Yeah. Because after a while you're just like, okay, it's the same joke. We get it. Um, I do like, I do like the story and I kind of like cheering for him, but I'm like, just not that into it, man. Um, the one that did stand out that I kind of hope gets a second season trapped in a dating sim that was a surprise of the year for me really so a big fan of that one like the mechs like the character interactions um it's a very strange weird isekai and it had its own little charm so i would definitely check that one out uh if you get a chance so nice. go ahead got those out of the way what do you want to say about dancer dancer
1: oh yeah so i did, I did want to cover dancer Dance, Dance, Dancer. Um, dance, Dance, Dancer. That's probably my, my biggest surprise of the season. Um, because, I mean, you're the one that brought it up to me, surprisingly. You're like, oh, yeah, it's a thing about ballet. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I don't want to watch that. Well, I started watching it, and I really enjoyed it. Animation was great. Uh, like, the characters are great. It turned out to be more of a drama towards the end. Uh, but that's okay. Um I was actually invested by the time it got to the drama part I was invested in the characters and it dealt with drama pretty well like it wasn't just like a, oh my love is hard kind of situation like the main character or one of the main characters was legitimately abused as a child so it was legit trauma it was legit issues um I really enjoyed it I, I wish I kind of want to suggest this to everyone um because it is a obviously a unique situation because it's ballet like it's one of those things where you say, like, like, what's so interesting about ballet? Well, I said that, but it makes it look so good. I think the passion in which the they make the characters do ballet and this activity, is it's enticing for me to watch. Um, and, like, again, the animation makes it look so cool. So, um, yeah, I enjoyed it all the way through. Um, the main character was, was uh, I guess, his progression as someone who was kind of interested and then, like, ultimately fell in love with it. And then kind of like learning ballet and not just being like, oh, an OP character who can like perfect everything. Yeah. Kind of like dealing with his issues that he has mm-hmm. as a athlete was great. Like it, nothing was ever super easy for him. Um, obviously, there's it's an anime main plot sometimes kind of pushes the main character to kind of win things easily sometimes. And I will say certain things that, yeah, I, I don't think the ending was 100% True, I, uh, I, don't I, I don't know. I wasn't, a, I was not a
0: fan of the ending.
1: Well, I, I can't say I wasn't a fan, but I can definitely see it as, like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, of course, he won. <laughs> I mean, not a big deal. I think the story is the main deal. Um, I think his growth in having to deal with his friends and his friends' issues, uh, was the biggest thing. Um, and I did like that aspect. His friends, um, um, I forgot their character's name too, but his, his like, rival friend with his issue and his uh, like his grown his right. uh, childhood like the ga- he, he was the guy that, that pretty, had
0: the actual trauma yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying he
1: had the trauma and he dealt with that pretty well he wanted to be their first friend and he realized that his his now girlfriend at the time had to essentially he had to give that up so his friend could be okay it was a weird situation it is a little kind of strange because the people that are ended up together and i mean together i don't know if it's romantic or not i don't know what ends up being in the future. But kind of a gray they're line. They're cousins. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, it's kind of weird. But I did like that essentially the main character didn't get everything in the end. Like he didn't get his girl. Like I like situations where they have like more realistic, like not everyone gets everything. Like you don't get the girl and your cake and eat it. Like he yeah. got his cake and he ate because he got his, his, you know, he got his, war, Yeah, he, he got his, he got what he wanted yeah, he when he came things. to ballet. Yeah. But he didn't get his girl and that's cool. Like I was, I was really happy with that situation. Um, so I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I definitely say give it a try. I will say the one negative that I have was, and this is me just overthinking it and being nitpicky, is like it is a very heavy conversation. There are heavy conversations to be had because of the trauma that this one character experiences, and it is a real life thing. It's just these kids are in what, like early high school? Yeah, maybe at most. Some of these conversations, I think, and this is something that I have a problem with and not problem, but I I wish I could see more is these conversations seem way more adult than what these kids would lead themselves to be. Like, I I wish that I I could see more. This essentially leads to my conversation that I had the other day that I wish I could see more adult anime and not like, oh yeah, let me fuck this girl. No, I mean like adult situations, like going to work, dealing with traumas as an adult, not dealing with traumas as a high schooler and working through them as an adult because you don't have the same mindset. I mean, we can argue about this, but like I just don't see kids of that age dealing with trauma that well. Like yeah, and they, they dealt with they it see, very well.
0: Well, it's it's also a thing that you do struggle with in American media. I don't want to get into it because we got a lot of stuff left to do, but it's. Yeah, kids who have the minds of adults, essentially, who can deal with very high maturity. Yeah,
1: it's it's a very high mature thing, and I just don't see that happening in reality. Uh, if you said these guys were in college, yeah, I can see exactly. that happening in college, but these guys aren't even in, like, late high school. Like, it that's just, and again, that's just me overthinking it. Yeah. But again, that's me also longing for adult animes.
0: Right. Well... I definitely say check it out, um, but I do think, yeah, obviously it's got its flaws. I still kind of hope it keeps going.
1: Oh, no major flaws at all. I think I think it was a great anime. Honestly, one of my favorites. I mean, I really enjoyed the season. I know based off of kind of your notes, you weren't essentially enamored with this season. I think what I, I think it's fair to say this season didn't jump out too much. I, but I think that the majority of the ones I watched, and I mean, from what I've heard. There was a lot of good anime. Nothing amazing, but there was a lot of good anime, and that's enough to keep people interested. Well, I liked I liked the
0: season, and these were some other... And that was another good highlight. A Heron song, which I think you wanted to talk about. Also a good highlight. Some more stuff that we were kind of met about. Rising of the Shield Hero, Season yeah. 2. Uh, greatest Demon Lord, Reborn as a Typical Nobody. So you got some more of the isekai trash. But yeah, <laughs> do you really, really quick, do you want to... Can you keep it short? Talk about a Heron song?
1: No, I, I just say I think it finished well. I hope it gets a second season. I think it will because it was very well received. Um, and I, it's just another one of your generic high school stuff like Comey. Um, I will say I did like that it didn't beat around the bush when it came to the romance. And it didn't. Yeah, no. I got my friend on it. He really enjoyed it. Definitely go check it out if you like stuff like that, like romance, rom com, high school, slice of life situations, and comedy because it was really funny. Yeah. I mean, I like the season. It didn't blow me out of the water,
0: but it also—I don't think there were any just things that just fell flat on their face. Everything was at least well, interesting to start. Shield hero, yeah, well shield hero. I um, don't know. I feel like if you're coming off season one, you're at least like, okay, give me season three. I'm on the, I'm all, I'm already on the boat. It's whatever. Um, but yeah, we'll see. But uh, now we're coming into the summer season. This feels so weird to say and. This is, I think, this has all been High Dive's plan because, my lord, do you look at the things that High Dive is coming out with? So not only do they have the second season of uh, the Abyss show, the uh, Made in Abyss, which is uh, was a hugely popular when yeah, it came out originally. Popular. They've also got uh, Call of the Night right now. And, like, I think, like, most of the stuff on your list is actually on High Dive. I, know, um, Lic- I Licorice,
1: know Licorice is on uh, Crunchyroll, KGFR, We Can't Find, and Love Live is on uh, Funimation.
0: No, I believe Licorice is also on... Oh, uh,
1: maybe they have it, too. But I know it's on fun- um, Crunchyroll because I watched it on Crunchyroll. Yeah,
0: so I think there's a lot there's a lot out there. But, yeah, Call of the Night is out there. Also, uh, Vermeil and Gold, which is what I'm going to talk about later, nice. is been really popular to kick off the season because, you know, big titties uh, put butts in seats. Um, all right. But yeah, let's start it off. So Call of the Night, this is one that we actually read.
1: And uh, what do you want to start talking about this one? Uh, uh, well, it's funny because I, I actually suggested it to a couple friends today. Uh, I met some friends that kind of watch anime. It's like a group of friends. I, I love meeting with friends who watch anime in, like, groups, because there's always, like, a, a diverse amount of, like, di- diverse anime watchers, right? I have one friend who watches everything, kind of like us, like, like, we'll watch whatever, like, Slice of Life, like, cute stuff, like, shonens, like, isekais. Then I have one friend who just kind of watches, like, the big stuff, like, you know, shonens and, like, mystery stuff. And then I have one friend who just, like, he just watches, like, certain things we tell him, but, like, doesn't really branch out. He's just like, is this good? And he's like, yeah, okay, I'll watch it. Um, so today I was like, you should watch, you should watch Call of of the Night, Night, right? Uh, we read it. I liked it as a manga. Um, but when I, when I described it to people, I was like, it doesn't sound very exciting. It's just the dude who kind of goes out of bed because he can't sleep and he finds a vampire. He finds a vampire, yeah. And I guess, I mean, I didn't want to spoil it, but like the whole point is he wants to become a vampire and he wants to get her to fall in love. I think, yeah.
0: To, he, to become a vampire, she has to fall in love. She has
1: to fall in love with him, so he can she can make him a vampire.
0: Or no way, this is the other way. Around. I'm trying to remember. He has to fall way, in love
1: with someone him. has to fall in love with another, then he can become a vampire because that's what he wants. Uh, he's he obviously has some issues with his social life slash anxiety society. I don't know what it is. He just he's not normal. Doesn't like he doesn't want to go back to school. Doesn't want to go back to normal society. So I guess I don't know if like hilarity ensues. It's just like. I mean, there's definitely some pretty funny parts, it's but funny. I, it's think,
0: I think it's more like, you know, just them interacting and doing yeah. crazy stuff at night. It's weird. It's like jumping off a building is how the first episode ends. Yeah. Minor spoilers. So, yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's, it's animated very well. Um, the shots are done very well, too, because they kind of like, I don't know if they, I mean, there are aspects involved of vampires and they kind of play on them. So they make it like suspenseful and, but it, it's, you'll have to watch it for sure. It is, I mean, it's not like a hundred percent unique, but it is just a different feel than just watching a slice of life or a guy who just hangs out with a vampire. It, it is a little different. Um, the shots are nice. Uh, the characters are funny. The main character, the main um, vampire, uh, she is a uh, very crude so oh, her, her her uh, comedy is like crude comedy. So it's you know it, it'll come out to you and you'll just kind of chuckle at yourself. Um, and I mean I like the main character too. I mean
0: even though he's kind of separated from society, I do think there's a lot of people who are probably feel like that in their teens who are just like yeah, were teenage weird weird about everything, angsty about everything, and yeah. just don't know what to do. Yeah, so kid. I think I think from that sense, it's pretty relatable and. I would definitely check it out if it, you... I've liked the first episode. i got to check out the second. It just came out today. Um, yeah. Next up on the list, uh, you put this one on here. Because I don't want to be like told that this is me somehow. Love Live what?
1: Superstar second season. So does this mean you watched the first season? When did that happen? Actually, it happened when I heard that the second season was happening. And I'm still in the middle of this first season. But... Um, so essentially, it's just cute girls doing cute things. And in this case, it's cute girls going to like, uh, they want to be like, uh, what's it called? Idols. Idols, yeah. Um, and they're, it's like real life. It's not like uh, they're zombies or anything. Um, they want to, they're essentially in a school. Some of them are in a school for like arts. Some of them are in a normal school. And they're, they have like legit like musical talents. And it's like, at, during the first season you find out that some people look the frown upon idols because it's not like a respectful thing as a musician to do. Like you're not like you know I don't know it's just not respected. But they want to become idols It's a young group of girls and I guess you can say they're cute and they sing they sing well and that's it. Yeah. And they just want to become an idol group. Uh, I watched the first season or I'm still in the middle of it. I like the animation. Um, I like the, the story. It's pretty basic straightforward uh, and I like the songs. Uh, I mean they have a lot of, I guess, they have some music numbers, and yeah, and it's, I mean, I, it's just one of those things. I don't know.
0: I mean, this, this anime definitely has a following. It's a very well-known title, uh, Love Live. Uh, I don't know every detail about it, but it's been a very popular series, I think. Uh, this is like some variation of it. Uh, I, I don't know much about it other than it pretty much always hovers around idols in some form or fashion. So, I mean, I guess I'll have to check it out. If you're hyped up about it, I want to see where it goes. So, we'll see.
1: I, it's just, I like music-related ones, and I guess I like cute girls doing cute things. It's really relaxing. Uh, it's lights of life fish-like, because it's not, they're just trying to become idols. It's kind of like K-On, right? Yeah. In a way, yeah. But in definitely. a way, it's just like girls kind of getting together and doing their thing. They didn't have more of a mission. They were just kind of like jamming. I think these girls kind of have a mission. Um and that's just from my first season. I made, it, it may change based off of what I watched. But yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, it looked good. And we'll see where it goes from there.
0: Alright, so next up on the list, KJ File. I literally know nothing about this. You pulled this out of God knows where. Uh,
1: why don't you tell us about this kaiju anime? Yeah, so kaiju. And that's why I picked it. KJ File, I picked it because I looked at it and it looked like the... I guess like the promo art for it was just like a Godzilla-looking creature. You can just see a silhouette, and it says KJ file. It seemed kind of cool. I was like, sweet. Cool name. I read it, and it said, uh, the synopsis, essentially, it's, a, it's in a world where kaijus suddenly begin to appear all around the world. And then there's this uh, like group called the United Nations Monster Observatory. They essentially work on exploring where the kaijus come from and their powers, and how they can live in harmony or deal with the said kaijus. And I just like kaiju's. I like, you know, monsters like Godzilla and shit like that. It's and it kind of reminds me. I still need to finish. Um, man, I, I completely forgot about this. Uh, there was um, an anime, a Godzilla anime that came out on Netflix. Oh yeah, I've heard good things. That was good. That was really good. So it kind of it kind of gave me that vibe. So I'm interested in that. So I definitely want to check this out. I can't find where it's being streamed, unfortunately. I hope it's not going to be one of those weird, like, oh, Disney Plus not, has it, and not you get 2024. Not available over here forever. So I hope it comes out somewhere, because um, it just seems unique. Um, I'm, I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, we're going to get to more of those in a bit, the ones that are being held up by Disney. But uh, next up on the list, Licorice Recoil, which is it's pretty weird. Uh, it's not... It's hard for me to describe because it is one of those strange plots uh, where it's like, oh, this is actually a front for like a crazy, not really a crime organization, but a crazy like do everything organization. So it's hard to say that, oh, yeah, this is a plot we've seen before, but it is weirdly enough a plot we've kind of seen before, Um, but certainly interesting. Ozzy, do you want to kind of get into it?
1: Yeah. So the plot is... Um, essentially there's this world organization uh, that kind of fronts and it's not known it's let me think is, is there is there a is there a not analogy but like a comparison of this where it's like it's just an it's just an organ like the men in black kind of like you don't know about them but they keep the peace but it's not space oriented it's just normal everyday kind of like terrorist organizations just like normal like yeah I'm crime to... organizations it's literally just like men in black now, they don't erase your like I'm but trying like, to think of, like, a non-anime comparison,
0: because I guess I would think of, like... Oh, gosh. I guess, like, Rocky and Bullwinkle, where it's, like, in a weird way, where, like, that spy group is always hanging out, but they're always, like, doing something else. And it's, like... So they've got this front as a cafe, but really they're a secret, like, organization. Well, that's like, to yeah. Keep the peace and right. whatever.
1: And, like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think it's... I mean, that's just... A way to get the plot going but they're really working in, in secret to kind of keep the peace literally just like anybody who's like if there's a terrorist who tries to attack the city or if there's somebody trying to rob somebody or if there's like drug dealers like they'll just send and it happens to be a bunch of girls just happens to be like these cute like uh, non like suspicious looking girls with sniper like not with snipers but like with like silencer guns in their back bags just pull them out and like snipe a dude and then just deal with the body So it's just like the first episode was just so, and I mean, I guess we're kind of reviewing the first episode, but like the synopsis seemed interesting. And then the first episode really hooked me quickly, just like how upfront they were about it. And then the action was pretty good. Uh, The characters are pretty uh, interesting. Uh, The main character is uh, very well, uh, I guess like she's, she's like not endearing, but just like she's, she's fun. I like her. and I guess we'll see what it's about because they don't really give more information other than, than that's it's just that kind of world, the setting, and that's it. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. It is an original, which I think is another thing that I'm interested in because it is an original, and you know, originals usually kind. Honestly, most of the originals I watch knock it out of park. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like these kinds of stories
0: where it's like uh, maybe not the same kind of tune that this one is playing, but like a, like. We're a ragtag group that can do anything, but also everybody thinks we're cute girls who, like, are just serving cake and everything. So, yeah, I mean, I respect it, and I want to see where it goes. But it is, like, it is kind of one of those stories where you have seen this idea before out there. Um, so I'm interested this. But this one could be a great one. It's hard to say. It is getting a lot of hype on uh, Reddit right now.
1: Well, the animation's very good. I like the way it looks, and again, it being an original, people are like more like, oh, what's going to happen? Because you don't know what the source is. You don't know what's going to happen.
0: So now, uh, I'm going to wait to get into our rant, but the other two ones I want to highlight real, or the other three, I guess, I want to highlight. So first off, one that we're both excited for, uh, when will Ayumu make his move, <laughs> yeah. which is, uh, I think... If any of y'all are familiar with the one where it's like uh, the girl teasing the boy and they're the same age, it's not the uh, Nagatoro, but it's another teasing anime. This is by the same guy. He does the same art style. And basically it's about a boy who is clearly in love with this girl, but cannot confess to her until he beats her in Shogi because of like a weird promise he made to himself or deal he made with himself. And, of course, she happens to be, like, really, really good at shogi. I think she's, like, the daughter of some shogi champion or something. So, oh, yeah. uh, romantic comedy slice of life ensues. And, honestly, it's really cute. It's pretty darn funny. And I I like it. Uh, I do not understand – is. It, his art style bugs me, though, because all his characters have huge foreheads. It is very strange. I don't know if that's just me. It's
1: funny you mentioned, like, who he does, like, other stuff that he does, and I knew exactly who you were talking about. Uh, I'm trying to look it up to see what the name of who you're talking about. Um, when will a human make his move? But, uh, well, yeah, it's, it's just another one of those, like, cute, like, wholesome kind of situations, probably slice of life, I assume. Uh, oh yeah, it's definitely a slice of life. So yeah, I mean, it, 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 that's that's exa- I saw it. I saw the premise. I'm like, ah, I think I like this more than likely.
0: It's just cute, good time. No, nothing weird or uh, inappropriate. It's just kind of nice it's just kind of like a nice two kids falling in love with each other. And I kind of I like that a lot because as we all know, anime gets weird. So sometimes it's nice to just have a story that's just like. Two people falling in love with each other. Nothing super crazy going on. Um, Speaking of uh, super crazy, though, the next one I want to highlight, Vermail and Gold. So uh, don't
1: watch this one with your significant other. Vermail and Gold. You will get Let me me write that down so I can avoid it. (laughs) All right. Vermail in Gold.
0: So... Basically, it's about a magician at a mage academy. Oh my gosh, have you heard this story before? And he's about to get kicked out cuz he can't do anything right. Gee, where have I heard this one? And then he basically summons this demon girl who is essentially a succubus. I don't I don't know. She sucks his mana out through, you know, various means. And uh, it's probably it's pretty close to being a hentai. I I don't know, but yeah, of course, she turns out to be like a super powerful demon. And uh, honestly, I've read this manga online before. It's actually, despite all the pretenses, because obviously there's a lot going on with the whole succubus thing. It's actually not a bad story. It's
1: What is it streaming on, just so I don't watch
0: it? High Dive. Okay, so yeah. That's another one of the ones. That and the uh, Ayumu is both also on High Dive. Oh, dude! See, High Dive bringing the High b- Dive bringing it back, son! Um, but yeah, uh, Vermail and Gold is definitely an interesting one. And uh, I think if you can get past... Well, I know there's a bunch of listeners who don't even care. But uh, if for some reason you're worried about that and you can get past the very busty uh, Succubus uh, who's all over her young boy whatever then yeah, it's a it's a really good show. I, I like it. There's actually a lot of romance. There's a lot of thoughtfulness into it, despite the pretenses. Um, nice. Last one up, uh, Shine Post. So this one's getting a lot of hype. I looked into it because I haven't really watched it yet, but um, people are talking a lot about this. It's basically kind of what you were describing with the uh, Love Live. Except Idols. With, except with, with an older group. Where it's basically like an older group of idols who are trying to like hit the big times, but they cannot quite get it together. And so they find this mysterious manager with some kind of superpower who's like could possibly get them on the next level. Kong But, Ming. He, but he's not. So this
1: is live love superstar <laughs> versus, versus Kong Ming. It
0: Kong Ming. They had a ch- kid. And he's like – and the manager's like, no, I will not manage you, which of course – yeah, I'm sure that lasts through the first episode. We'll find out. Um, but yeah, I I really haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it, but a lot of people have been hyping this up. So I'm excited to see where it goes. But right now, I just have nothing to go on but the fact that it has fantastic animation, possibly some of the best animation of the entire year. But anyway, all right. Do you want to rant? Let's rant. Okay, so,
1: what the fuck, Disney? When are you going to release summertime rendering? No, I'm just going to go ahead and say, you, you know, fuck Disney. I don't like Disney. I have not watched anything since uh, um, the first season of uh, The Mandalorian. I'm kind of over-fucking Disney. Uh, and mainly because for the longest time they've been, th- this is not anime related, but um, I do like that they did the whole um, the Star Wars thing, the specials. But, but, like, they will not give me fucking the summertime rendering. Like, I've heard that this has been a great anime. I wish we could review it for you. This was on my top hype list from the beginning of last season. And probably my biggest disappointment of the season was they have not released it anywhere but Japan. I guess I could just, like, in a way pirate it or do something. But I just want to watch it officially. I want to support. But Disney+, Plus for some reason, is, is doing this weird thing where they're just play, uh, releasing it in Japan And at some point, maybe releasing it in the international market. I don't know. I just know that they are holding on to that. And it's becoming this weird thing with their anime. Uh, I don't know what else they're going to end up doing with that. Um, I hope they don't somehow get a hold of KJ Files. Um, I know that we've had other situations where Netflix is holding on to stuff. You're saying that the reincarnated uncle story. I'm going
0: to dunk on top of that, too. Because I am really pissed at Netflix so not only are they, did they stall out on Comey, now they're holding Uncle from Another World uh, hostage. Although, thankfully, it looks like they're not holding it hostage for as long. The first episode came out a week ago, and this is probably my most hyped show of the season because the story is absolutely ridiculous, and the art, the art is great. I think it would be right up your alley. I'd compare it to High Score Girl. Which I know you were a fan of. Oh, I did like yeah, that. Yeah, and then, yeah, I think it's a really well-thought-out story. It's hilarious. And, of course, Netflix is like, no, we're going to release it in Japan. And uh, we're not going to tell you when we're going to release it anywhere else. So, uh, good luck with that. And I'm like, man, fuck you, Netflix. Could you at least give us a release date? You have it. You released it in Japan.
1: Yeah, I'm sure we're sounding entitled here because, you know, we get all this anime at our fingertips. But it's kind of annoying because... Some of this stuff has been well received. Like, just release it. Like, it's like summertime rendering already having a second part coming out and it's not been released at all. Like, I can understand them waiting. Like the whole Kobe situation, I'm not mad at that. But there's certain ones that I do want to watch. It's it's just I feel like it's getting out of hand. It's Give like, me my shit, just, Disney.
0: Like, if you're gonna say it's during that season, then fucking release it. It's insane. You know, fuck the mouse. All right. That out of the way, we're going to quickly hit on a few, like, coming up on the sequels. So, obviously, Maiden Beast Season 2 came out. That's also on High Dive. Wow, High Dive's really going crazy. Yeah. I um, take back
1: my word on High Dive.
0: And then, that one is already talking a lot of shit. And also, one of my favorite, Overlord Season 4 is back. Really? And that's a favorite yours? I, I like where it's going. I like the civilization building. I like the... That's fair. Yeah. I think uh, it's back, and it's just doing – I think this is kind of one of the slower seasons because right now he just beat all the kind of guys that could challenge him. So we'll see where it goes from here. But I'm interested to see how those play out. And, I mean, I I think as long as they keep delivering what they have been in the past, there's no reason to stop enjoying them. Nice. Nice. I think that's pretty much all we got for our season, unless I missed anything, Ozzy.
1: No, I think that's the majority of it. There might be some that we kind of hop on the train if we see something kind of show up, maybe like Kong Ming that kind of comes out of nowhere. Um, If you guys have any suggestions, please let us know anything that we didn't cover. Um, But we're looking forward to a couple of these. Um, uh, Hopefully it just continues into it, just kind of like the quality of last season. If it continues, then I'll be happy. Um, I'm definitely going to be catching up on some things um to kind of go into this next season and to next into the season following because I know October fall season is insane, so we'll you know that'll be
0: there's yeah, gonna be even more stuff. Yeah. Like if I don't got enough shit going on in the fall. This yeah, is ridiculous. Alright, right, uh anyway, so with that said, let's get to the manga it's manga time. Manga time. So last time we did we picked Retired Heroes to talk about as our manga. Um basically It's I think it's actually Taiwanese. It's not Chinese. Manga about what it says on the tin. They're a bunch of heroes. They retired and they're raising a kid now and they're basically trying to live a normal life. Uh, I liked it because I always thought it was like a cute kind of sidetrack. It's something that you didn't expect from heroes. But that said, I think there are more stories like this out there now. Like there is the... uh, i can't remember i can't remember her name right now uh at the funeral yeah. kind of story there's other stories where the heroes have kind of like done their thing and have retired so i mean it definitely kind of changes so uh i like it but i also see that there's a lot of stories out there that have kind of already uh done that so i guess
1: ozzy what's your thoughts I actually did enjoy it. Um, I guess the way it started, um, I thought it was going to turn into an adventure kind of situation. Um, but I think it is just kind of, ai don't know. I guess it does turn into an adventure story, but it's very slice of life to begin with. And I kind of like that aspect. I like that they go into the characters and they kind of go into their past because these characters are retired. Uh, they're not necessarily retired. Um, like, I guess, known retired. Uh, some of them were known to have died. Fake uh, their own death. Yeah, fake yeah. their own death situation. So they're living a fake life. It's not just retired. They're living a life where they're trying to hide the fact that they are heroes. Heroes, right? yeah. So it kind of adds to some polarity. Uh, it adds to the story. Uh, and then their daughter, the daughter of said heroes, is just kind of unbeknownst to her. Like, she's getting all these stories about these heroes, and her parents are the heroes. So it's kind of <laughs> interesting dynamic. I think – I do like it. it it's, it's something where um, it's not anything like super unique, like you said. Uh, the whole like retired hero situation, you know, them coming back into action maybe or, you know, maybe the next generation being in action. It's been done. Uh, it doesn't really stand out to me, but it was a good read. I will, I will say now that you kind of talk about it, I did like the interplay
0: getting back into it between the two main character is the mom and the dad character where it's like normally right. it's the dad who's the big strong character and in this case it's the mom and the kid cl- the kid clear, clearly disrespects the dad because it's just like oh yeah you saved me sure yeah I don't uh, know. It's,
1: yeah it's funny yeah like, she, she's like oh yeah you could definitely do stuff like can you like take care of yourself dad or can you like fend monsters off i'm like well you could it's just like he not say yeah and they had like a situation in one of the episode one of the early chapters where they're like hey can you use magic and he's like well yeah but no i can't he didn't like obviously because i think only like higher like level people like royalty can use magic so it's like he didn't want to give away that he could use magic he's like oh well you kind of he actually wasn't good at magic but he still <laughs> kind of showed them and he's like oh you can't use magic and they're like well i guess i can show them. um yeah so it does add for some you know funny moments um, I, mean, I, I can understand if people like this. Uh, does it have a huge following? Uh, it's, it's kind of
0: faded because it had its moment, I think, three or four years ago. And since then, I think it's kind of faded away. Because like we said, there's just been a lot more popular. And unfortunately, I don't think this series, because of where it was being released from, which was either Taiwan or China, I just don't think it had the same kind of uh, what's the word backing that some of these other stuff, some of these other mangas get. So I, I don't know what's happened to it since. I just know that it, it got to around chapter 38 and I haven't been able to find any more. I'm sure it's out there, but uh, that's all I've been able to find. So anyway, um, hopefully it's out there continuing somewhere. But, uh, with that said, next time our pick in honor of chainsaw, man, we decided to do fire punch. So, uh, I let Ozzy choose, and he decided, you know what, we'll try this one out. Do you know anything about this model? Hell no. Ew, prepare to be fucking weirded out, man. I, man. I hope you make it through three chapters.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> you are gonna... I've read some bad stuff before, but...
0: This is... Uh, okay, good luck with this, man. I think I already sent you the link. So yeah, I'm looking... I got it. So... I'm looking forward to seeing how the hell you react to this, because it hell is yeah. a... It's a
1: ride. Um... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back and I'll have my thoughts on it. I'm not sure what our next episode will be. It might be a, a topic. Um, um, I think that'll probably be what we decide to do next, maybe something different um, yeah. before we get into like another review because the season just started, so it may be four weeks before we do that. So
0: yeah, We'll see what happens. But yeah, yeah.
1: I'm looking forward to...
0: I think we can figure out something, but uh, yeah. if until... you guys have any suggestions, let us know too.
1: If you have anything you want to hear, I know we've uh, we were we had fans of the the uh, what like genre stuff which we enjoyed doing. Yeah. Uh, if there's a genre that people really enjoy that they want us to talk about, we can do that too. So, uh, but if not, I guess we'll. Or even
0: if you just have an anime you really want us to talk about, we can do a chat. Yeah. Or
1: if it's just like one anime, I guess we could pick an anime and do that. You know, maybe there's something that that we uh, maybe we'll come up with something. You know. All right. We'll spill all our secrets on the air. That's no, a, we won't. We won't. Our process, our process of just meeting up and just talking about what we want to do and eating Bojangles what? and just sitting there. That's not oh, my drink. God.
0: Yeah. <laughs> don't give away the Bojangles. That's the secret that sauce. That is the secret sauce. What, this is
1: our good ideas. All
0: right. I don't think anybody. Sponsor should. us, Bojangles. All right. So to any of you who are still listening at this point, thanks, lot, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we hope you have a good rest of your week. Stay healthy and happy out there.
1: Oh, yeah. And our email is... Uh, uh, Raleigh, RaleighAnime anime at gmail.com gmail. yeah. yep. But yeah, thanks for listening, you guys. We'll see
0: you next time. All right. Again, that email again is RaleighAnime at gmail.com Is that our outro? Uh, no,
1: <laughs> don't don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Later.